never enough, you don't matter, and you're easily replaceable. Were you ever in a relationship where you didn't feel like you were enough? Where it felt like everything you kept putting out there, you know, everything that you kept doing was not enough for the other person. That no matter what you did, the bar kept raising. You kept trying to get to a new level and you realize, wait a second, like no matter what I do, I'm still not getting there. I'm still not good enough for the other person. Maybe I'm not worth it. Maybe I'm not sure what my worth actually is. You might be dealing with someone who has narcissistic traits, or you might be dealing with a covert narcissist. Because covert narcissists a lot of times love to withhold praise and recognition from the other person. They love to pull back. Sometimes that's putting you on the pedestal and then knocking you off. Sometimes that's giving you a compliment and then never complimenting you again. But have you been in a relationship like that? Where the person never seemed to give you praise or give you recognition or let you know that you're actually seen? that you actually heard. Today we're gonna be talking about covert narcissists and how they withhold praise and recognition. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist that would be on the covert side of narcissism. And I'm on these channels to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change to help people understand what narcissism actually is. To help them understand and see what it looks like in real life. Not just textbook and not just a, oh, they're an ego, they're an ego-driven person taking selfies. Like that's that's not what narcissism is. Okay. And then awareness with growth, healing, and change. We do that on multiple platforms Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. We're on Apple Music. We're on um, Apple Podcasts. We're on uh, Spotify. We're on Amazon Music. All different kinds of things for podcasts. If you're on any of those podcasts, like, review, share. Please help us out because we're trying to spread that awareness even more. If you don't follow on any other platforms, just look us up anywhere under Raw Motivations. If you guys want to join a community of like-minded people that are focusing on having monthly coaching events, that are having weekly exclusive lives inside the app with different people sharing and communicating different information, if you want to be a little part of, of people that are trying to understand, heal, grow, and change, and getting advice from other people, learning about narcissism, taking courses, how about healthy boundaries, how to date after abuse, all different types of things that we're pouring into the narcissistic abuse recovery community. Would love to have you join and be a part of that. It's called NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. You can download it on Apple, on Google, on Google Play. Just type in N-A-R-C and download that because there's a lot of people that are finding healing and growing through that journey and being able to interact with other people there. Well, what I talked to you about was the idea of covert narcissism. Covert narcissism, I've had more and more people ask for more videos and to talk about it and to dive more in depth because it's something that a lot of people don't have a lot of knowledge and don't understand. You typically can identify over a lot easier. You know, they just look like the, you know, verbose, like, um, assholes out there, you know, just like this big, you know, person that's like, oh, I'm all that. And coverts tend to be a lot more shy or tend to be a lot more humble or, or under the radar passive aggressive, all these different types of things that end up being more covert than overt. They still have the same traits. They still have the same things, but they're hidden a lot more. One of the things that covert narcissists do specifically is withholding praise and recognition. We're going to be diving in a little bit more into the book, The Covert Narcissist, Covert Passive Aggressive Narcissist by Debbie Merzel. He gives a couple examples here. When Annie was researching and learning more about covert narcissism, she found herself recalling events in her marriage that she'd forgotten about and now saw them in a different light. 
One day while cleaning out her garage, she came across a painting that she'd created years before. She looked at it and realized her husband had never said a word about it. Her friends and family had raved, saying that she should do an art show. They were amazed at her talent. Annie began to reflect on her accomplishments over the 19-year marriage and realized not once has her husband said, Wow, that's amazing. I'm so impressed. On the other hand, she recalled all the time she had given him praise, complimented him, and told him how impressed she was at things he had done. She had always supported and encouraged him. One thing you'll notice as you start learning about narcissism is first off, you'll start noticing things that you didn't notice were there. A lot of times when I'm talking to people and doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and helping people work through the trauma bond and different aspects of it is we'll be talking through it and they'll be saying like, yeah, like it, the relationship wasn't bad in that area. They didn't treat me bad. And then as we start talking about it and diving into it more, they're like, actually, yeah, I forgot this happened or I forgot that this was actually a part of my life. And I didn't realize that this was being said and people start seeing and understanding more and more the abuse that's actually happening in the relationship that they're so blinded to. And oftentimes this aspect of withholding praise and recognition is a narcissistic tactic, is a covert tactic to be able to control the other person, to be able to control what you do, what you think, what you hear, what you say, what you act. Sometimes we talk about it in, in general terms of being put up on the pedestal and then taking that away. If I put you up on a pedestal and I tell you how great you are, the love bombing stage, the early stage of the relationship, that I put you up there, and then we get engaged, we get married, we move in together, and I walk over and I take the pedestal away. And you fall down off that pedestal and then you're always looking for praise and recognition. Always thinking I'm going to give it. Always thinking maybe they'll finally notice me for who I am. But the narcissist will pull that back. And will hold that to be able to manipulate and control you even more. It was eye-opening re re realization to Jen that not one time in 25 years did her covert narcissist husband ever acknowledge the great job she had done as a mom to their children. All the time she had volunteered to help people in need and the way she had always taken care of things to ease his load. Instead, she felt like no matter what she did, it was never enough. So often you'll see in narcissism that no matter what you do, it'll never be enough. And a lot of times people talk and ask, like, maybe I could have loved them better. Maybe I could have helped them more. Maybe I could have changed something or done something different to get them to realize or to get them to change or to make the marriage work or whatever it might be. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because it's not about you. There's nothing you could have done to make it better because it has about them. And them not being willing to be changing or being honest or being vulnerable. And they'll keep moving that bar, right? So you're like, let me get better. Let me get better. Let me get better. Let me get better. And they'll keep moving that bar over and over and over to make you feel like you're not good enough. And what that does is a lot of times it makes you keep trying. Of keep holding on to hope or the maybe that they're going to change or that the relationship will get better. Liz has been married for 25 years to her husband and says anytime he accomp she accomplishes something or helps him out in any way, he praises her, thanks her, appreciates her. He lets her know how often he is grateful for her. This does not happen in a relationship with a covert narcissist. That's the example of like a positive or like a healthy one. But that does not happen in a relationship with a covert narcissist. You get the message that, that you don't matter. And that's what the narcissist 
communicates. Connie moved every couple years during her 15-year marriage to Dave because his job as a sports coach. She had been a stay-at-home mom taking care of their three kids throughout all the moves. She had been flexible and adapted to change well, making the best of things. Dave was gone a lot during their years together, so she took care of things at home while he was away. So he was able to move up in his career without worrying about things at home. He never once told her how much he appreciated all that she did, or otherwise recognized that she could have pursued her own career. After their divorce, he told her he never needed her. She had nothing to do with helping him get where he was in his career, and he could have just hired a nanny. That's another cruel and heartless message from the narcissist that you are easily replaceable. The message is kind of prevailing through here is that you're never enough. You don't matter. That you're easily replaceable. All which are completely false. But the narcissist will put that in, will contrive that, will concoct that to make you feel that way. By devaluing what you do, by withholding that praise, by withholding the recognition. Covert narcissists are not interested in building you up as a person, in seeing you happy, or in cherishing you for all that you do. A relationship with a covert narcissist must be all about them. It can't be about anyone else. It must be all about them. We're actually going to talk about that later today, how they sabotage birthdays, holidays, vacations, meaningful events. But it has to be all about them. When it stops being that way, they have no more use for you and move on to their next target. Did you see this happen a lot of times in your relationship with a narcissist where they withheld praise? You see, the loving example, remember the loving example that I mentioned here, is the, is the person that, that praises, that thanks, that appreciates, that talks about how they help them out. They're grateful for that other person. You don't get that in a narcissistic relationship. And oftentimes, people that are coming out of a narcissistic relationship don't know what a good relationship looks like. Maybe because you've been brought up in a narcissistic family, maybe because you've had multiple narcissistic partners and getting into a relationship of like, wait a second, this person actually appreciates me. This person actually cares for what I do. This person, I don't have to apologize all the time. Like it can be a completely new thing. And sometimes when people get into those new relationships that are actually healthy, they think they're boring. Because the adrenaline isn't there, the anxiety isn't there, the stress isn't there, and they're like, wait a second, like, what's wrong? You might actually be dealing with a healthy relationship. It might not look the same, but it's not supposed to. It's supposed to be healthy. Of someone who praises you, thanks you, appreciates you, is grateful for you, what you do. Again, remember, covert narcissists are not interested in building you up as a person, in seeing you happy, or in cherishing you for all you do. A relationship with a covert narcissist has to be all about 